welcome to the Catching Up Podcast. Catching Up Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jamie Cotrere. And this is uh, John Vano. How are you, man? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, dude. Uh, it's been a minute. It huh? has been a minute. I think Probably, since the last time we did this podcast. Yeah, sitting in this very room, in my living room, um, with Colin Boker. You know, haven't, have you talked to him since then? No. No, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> if Colin, if you're listening, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, man, it's, yeah, what, it's been like, what, three weeks, probably? Two, three weeks? Uh, at least two weeks. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, uh, what started since then? What, football season started? We're watching the Jags game right now. Yeah. Jags doing pretty well. Hopefully this does not age terribly. <laughs> uh, last, last game, last week, they whooped some ass, and they're putting a, hurting on the Chargers right now. Yeah, what, you know, 31 to 10 with 14 minutes left, so. Hopefully, I'm not eating my words whenever this uh, airs. <laughs> so, uh, go Jags, guys. Um, my team, the Saints, though, that's uh, not doing too well. No, they're not. Uh, they've been throwing a lot of – they've been doing a lot of turning over is what I've seen. Not yeah. even with their players, but, like, their actual ball handling skills <laughs> have been turning over. Oh. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm diehard Jags fan. Grew up here, so I have to be, man. I think so. Well, obviously – since I li- I've been living here for 12 years now. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of adopted adopted them as my second team. Well, it's a good team to adopt this year, I think. They look like an actual team for once. It's yeah. been a it's been a rough like last decade for us, you <laughs> know. They had a uh, one good uh, Yeah, the 2018 season. Yeah. They killed that playoffs. season, but then, you know, I mean, we almost made it to the Super Bowl. If, I know. If it wasn't for Tom Brady doing what he does. Oh, to, dude. Yeah, dude. That so was he's the goat. Dude, and then like you remember that the Miles Jack fumble recovery or whatever it was. Barely. No. Yeah, that's I guess the reason we should have won the game or something, and never. I don't know. This is, we're talking about shit from four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, my teams had a couple good seasons. The Saints in two thousand nine or ten when they won the Super Bowl, and. LSU had the greatest season of college football yeah, history. Yeah, 2019. 2019. And, that's, and I hate telling people that I'm an LSU fan, and that's the year that I started watching them. But that <laughs> literally is the truth, you know. Because yeah. remember I told you before, I uh, I went to school there online, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I paid my tuition there, yeah, man. So, yeah, but I uh, – and that was the year. That was the year I started. So. I just want everyone else to know our the whole basis of our whole friendship was based off of me wearing an LSU shirt and him saying he went to LSU. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, we have this common, you know, at least sense of culture and people because he's experienced where I grew up. Right. Yeah. I come to find out like six months into the friendship. Yeah. He never actually did <laughs> physically to LSU. No, he uh, just went online. Yeah. I went online, dude. I uh, I don't know. I've been to Louisiana. I know they have parishes, but I that's about the extent of my uh, knowledge hey, of Louisiana. No, I mean, I went, Orleans, I went to New Orleans recently. That was a dude. That was a great town. Oh, yeah. How was it? Bro. New Orleans. I you, have you ever been to Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. So, New Orleans makes me think of like Nashville, but just like bluesier. That's it. It's like the exact same thing, <laughs> yeah. though. You know, okay. like you walking down Bourbon Street is the same as going down Broadway. You uh, know? you ever been to Savannah, Georgia? Dude, Savannah is a great town. So they have a small area that kind of reminds me of kind of like a New Orleans esque. Yeah. But it's not like as extravagant as Bourbon Street or something. Right. Right. Yeah, dude. I like. You know what I like about Savannah? Is that like, it, and this is kind of silly, but like every single block, it seems like they have like a little park. 
you know, like the little village, like park area. It seems oh, like, like yeah. once you get yeah. away from like the party district areas of yeah. it. Yeah. Dude. And just like, it's just such a, and the food in Savannah alone is like worth going. You know, yeah. every time I go there, I have great food. Dude, I've been to that pink house that, uh, it's like an old, like 200 year old house or something. Really? It's like, yeah, it's like one of the famous places in Savannah to eat, but I've been there twice and every time it's like amazing food yeah i mean that's that's what i like when people come to jacksonville i'm like don't just go to savannah or go to st augustine or something like that you know what i mean because it's just like there's so much more culture in those places and the food is just dude it's fun and then like partying too like they got a good nightlife area too so but uh, i've been wanting to do some stand-up there but i haven't really done it yet so i need so where'd you do stand-up at in new orleans oh i went to some like uh open mic it was like a it was like a open mic like showcase type deal i mean it was really they like sign up in advance type deal but like you oh, know okay. it's really like an open mic but i got to do like 10 minutes there which was kind of cool oh, and uh, i got to mingle with some of the other comics i mean it's it's so cool going to different places to do stand-up because it's like did y'all go to bourbon street while you're down there? yeah i was yeah i went there but like uh just because like you get to meet new people and like the community is always kind of similar you know what i mean they're all kind of like the same kind of people so they're good people uh but yeah i went to bourbon street that was cool um I drank the like slushy thingy that everybody does. A daiquiri. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah, those things are good, man. Yeah. But I could only have like one of them because I was like, I need beer. <laughs> uh, one time when I was like eighteen or nineteen years old, after work one day we like down. We were working in New Orleans, like yeah. downtown or whatever. Yeah. And so my boss wanted to go to like st- stick his head into a strip club for like an hour real quick and still real quick <laughs> it's been a, a quick hour at the strip yeah, club so yeah. me me and the son and this uh older guy were sitting in this van on bourbon street while he's in the damn titty bar uh so we got the old man to buy hand grenades the, oh yeah, yeah. these big yeah, yeah, yeah. bro we we both down two of those in like an hour <laughs> and were passed out on the way home yeah 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 the the first night i got there and went to the hotel room you know what i mean and it was like 11 30 and that's like as soon as we put my stuff down i ran out i grabbed uh what was it the willie's chicken like the fried chicken and then like a daiquiri like that was <laughs> that was my first stop immediately yeah. you know well so. daiquiris ain't nothing like cr- crazy to me i grew up with multiple yeah daiquiri yeah exactly shacks, yeah, yeah like around you know drive through but I mean, don't you think a good place like that would actually do well in Jack's Beach? Oh, of course. I think it would, but they have, like they don't have things like that here. They have a well, it's not here, but in other places, uh, daiquiris are not like a popular thing. Right. They have the, they have these bars called like Wet Willies. I don't know if you ever heard. Yeah, of yeah, that's like the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah they okay. have one in like Key West. Yeah. I guess they have one in Destin too. I saw one there. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, they would probably do well. Uh, yeah, I think one time. Uh, my shit pulled into Charleston uh, when I was oh in the Navy in the Navy yeah uh, they had a wet willies there and my master chief was like recommending the daiquiri that <laughs> it was called like call a cab oh yeah <laughs> I was like, yeah I recommend this one let's call so a funny. cab so that's so funny I love yeah. that whenever you have like a good leader that would you know yeah still suggest things for you guys <laughs> to go have fun with some of those guys aren't like that though as yeah. you know but yeah. I don't know. I think I stumbled back to the ship the, that night after drinking a bunch of those daiquiris. Yeah? I think it was uh, St. Patrick's Day. It had, like, uh, Irish car bombs or whatever. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, like, my first, like, 
good experience in the Navy, probably. Yeah. And then the sailor of the guard was probably like, you know, what the fuck, guys? Nah. <laughs> they <laughs> probably was, didn't care. They actually were like, just get to your room good. There was people worse than me. Yeah, yeah. So how was Charleston in the Navy? Uh, you never were stationed up that way, right? No. Yeah. We, we were just there for like three days or four, three or four days. Yeah. And uh, we went to a couple different spots here, like in the different parts of the U.S. Went to Mobile in the same like trip or whatever. Right. Uh, there. You go to like Key West too? Yeah, like at a later, it was like a later time, but yeah, we went to Key West. How, so when you left Port, how long were you out for then? Like how long was it, this trip for? Uh, it really, like, it really depends. Like I'm kind of combining a bunch of stuff here, but this one evolution we did, we went to, we were doing some kind of training or something out with other ships or maybe some aviation unit or something like that. Right. And we pulled in for some event in Charleston because there's a Naval Academy of, or it's called the Citadel, I think, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a military school. It's a military school in right, Charleston. Right. So right, we, right. we were doing something associated with them, right? So we were we were there in Charleston for multiple days, you know, at least three, four, maybe, you know, at least four days probably. Yeah. So I don't know. We were just, the city was cool. We just kind of, it was kind of like a, like a downtown area we were in. And you know restaurants and bars and yeah, that's really what we and did. could you guys go out and party and do that kind of thing? Yeah, if yeah. You're on duty. Yeah, yeah, I guess you have to like watch. It's like half the ship watches the ship at one time. About you know? a third, yeah, yeah, that sucks. Depending on the ship, a third. Or it, a third. I would hate to be one of those sailors that like the first night at port where you have to do guard. Actually, sometimes it's better because like usually. Oh, everybody comes back with where to go well, and places that, like that, that. First day pulling in, yeah, is like your first Liberty Day, right? Right. But you have to pull the ship in and then get everything ready, unload trash, bring anything on, like right. Until all the work for pulling in the port is done, no one's going out to have fun, right? So then, once all that stuff is done, the ship's you know on shore power and all facilities and stuff are taken care of. Then you know. Yeah, I never really thought about like how much you guys would really have to do when yeah, you come. Yeah, dude, it was a ha- pulling in and out of port is yeah, not it's a fucking hassle, but it's not dude. it's not too bad. It wasn't too bad. It sounds me. like you know leaving the field in the army whenever you're yeah. like packing up tents and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I it, feel like the the ship would be a lot worse though. I know because you've been living on the ship for weeks, right? Months or well, like it just depends. Like if, when you're in home port, mostly like unless you're like a lower enlisted you know, ain't been in for a long time and you have to stay either on the ship or in the barracks on base. If you know, most, yeah. most bases have like barracks. People yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of like a shitty time, but until you like get high enough ranking where they give you BAH to go out in town or you get married or you're married or something. That's why so many people in the military get married. Right. Yeah. That's right? why so they, they incentivize it so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a, bonus to get married so then you get more money and you can live off base yeah well so like when you would go to a new duty station and you like were on a, a, a like with a unit that was attached to a ship right if you guys didn't have room in the barracks they would just make them sleep on the ship every night uh pretty much that's wild uh, dude you wouldn't they wouldn't yeah. just like try and find another unit that they could stick you with for a little while uh no because this just depends on the situation like me i got married before I got to my ship, right? Right. So, oh, you just went straight to house. It was like between school and my permanent duty station, right? So I had I wasn't getting money for you know housing yet, right? So for like the first couple months, I was living on the ship. You yeah. know, all the other people that were 
permanently attached to the ship had barracks rooms. Yeah, and so do you when you're when your ship is at shore, are you like working on the ship too every it's like day? A, it's like a daily job. Or yes. do you have like an office out off the sh- like on shore somewhere? Uh, it de- it depends on the command. Like some of these newer ships, like the LCSs, they'll mm-hmm. have like a building. Yeah, that's what I would think. They'll have like, like a whole team that's assigned. Like it's like a blue gold team. Right. Right. So one team is on the ship. One team is in the building doing training and other stuff. So you literally, even whenever your ship was at port, like at your home station, you would still work on the ship. Yeah, I'd have to go to base every day and go to the ship every day. Yeah. Wow, that's and crazy. The, no, yeah, because it's that's your place of work. We own the ship, you know. I'm yeah, I know, but like I would just think like you guys would have like another place to work, and then you would just no. go to the ship. That would be no. needed too. That's wow. Everybody, even administrative, every the whole command. If you were attached to the ship command, you had, you went to crazy, the ship dude. every day. Yeah, yeah, that's and then wild. if you had duty, even in home port you'd have duty sections yeah so if it was your duty day you had you had to stay on the ship you couldn't go home yeah because you had to stand watch or right. you know you were responsible for defending the ship right responding in any emergencies yeah hmm. that's crazy dude yeah well touchdown jaguars 38 10 with 454 left so i think we we have a pretty hefty lead there yeah. i think we're gonna be okay I'm not going to eat my words from five minutes ago. <laughs> no. I don't know, dude. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know what to really talk about right now. Uh, I don't know. What's been on this world? But you, um, oh, the hurricane coming up. Yeah, you know anything about that? Yeah. Hurricane it's Ian. It's, it's going to be on the opposite side of the state for us, even if it hits Florida. Right. So it doesn't make me worry at all. Yeah. I've been through enough bad hurricanes. Yeah, it's well, it's been like since what 2018 since we had a really bad one. Uh, here, probably. Hmm. 2017 maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I went live you know lived through Katrina. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah from Louisiana. Frida. Yeah. That's a couple crazy. other ones I can't remember. Yeah. Frida. Rita. Oh Rita. Oh yeah Rita. It was like a month after. Katrina. Right. That's right. That's right. You were a little older whenever that happened, though. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. So, Dude, it was crazy. Like, after all that shit happened, start, stuff started kind of settling down. We're trying to get back to normal life, at yeah. least. You know, you get this influx of students from other, you know, all these other areas, especially, like, New Orleans and anywhere, you know, like, Chalmette, anywhere south in the southern part of the state that was just basically destroyed. Right. You know, they were all coming in so you didn't live down i thought you lived like right here in new orleans uh like north like i guess about 40 miles north northeast or northwest of new orleans yeah okay and then about 30 miles straight east of baton rouge okay yeah so did your like parents work in baton rouge or what do they do no my mom worked in whatever small town we were living in oh okay that was Hammond is like the closest city. Oh, okay. I've heard of Hammond before. Yeah. yeah. That's the closest like city that we're by. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, he was just working wherever. Yeah. What did he do? Uh, he's done a lot of stuff. You know, been in jail a few times. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, we ain't got to get into that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to something else. Um, no, man. That's, I mean, I didn't, I, I guess I've never really talked to you about like what Katrina did for you or not for you. Cause obviously, obviously it wasn't great, but like we to pretty, you guys, uh, 
we were pretty lucky. Uh, I mean, we were out of power for like three, four days. Oh, that's it? Which was, you don't realize how inconvenient not having electricity is. Yeah, when I say that's it, but like, I feel like I heard people had like months and months. No, there was definitely some people that didn't have electricity. You'd have to probably move somewhere, go somewhere else. Right. Or get a generator or something because, you know, it's really hard to live nowadays without electricity. Yeah. You know, we're not set up for it. No, I couldn't. I mean, could you imagine living a day without your iPhone or your phone? Yeah, because I grew up without them. But well, I know, but like you, now, but yeah. now, dude, like yeah. it's ridiculous. Like uh, how people are. I mean, it's like literally a part of you. It's it's like a you, continuation of you. People would have withdrawals, you know. They'd, yeah. You know, if all if something happened, like an EMP, you know. Yeah, yeah, where they knock out all the signal and everything, you know, all yeah. the electronics and stuff would go out, and it, you know, it would take long time to bring all that stuff back up that people would have like be so addicted to having phones they wouldn't know what to do yeah they'd be like they'd be going crazy crazy like how do i what do i do with my life you know what i mean it's wild dude how like attached we are to those things yeah well just think how your all your communication is almost based through this phone yeah i mean i literally can't do my job without my phone even your family like how many of your family members phone numbers do you remember like literally probably just my mom my dad and my sister you know so if you didn't have the internet or your phone what would you have to do to get in touch with everybody? Yeah, dude, you don't wild. have addresses. You don't That's have crazy. phone numbers. Yeah. You'd have to like go through somebody else to get a hold of somebody just so you can get like more of their information. Right. You know, it would be insane. It would be a nightmare. Yeah. And all these new generation of people that didn't have to grow up with, you know, without technology, like our generation was basically like the last generation. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, I didn't have a phone until like well into high school. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And then yeah. it was a flip phone. Yeah. It was like a cheap one, you know, damn Kia Sarah, a Nokia <laughs> with like, Motorola. You know, I would play with like snake on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude. You remember when like the first like smartphone started coming out, dude, people went crazy. Yeah. How far it's come. Dude, I had the first iPhone. You did. Why'd you make the switch? Uh, I've done, I had iPhones for a while, went back, went to a Galaxy or the um, Android. I just liked it better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Especially, iPhones used to be very limited of what you could, like, do, put yeah. on to. Yeah, them, that's for sure. Know? Yeah. Especially, like, if you pirated music and stuff like that. Yeah, well, now they got Spotify. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, you, know, <laughs> you make it more convenient. That's funny. Like, the reason you went to an Android is for music? Pretty that's much. Pretty much? So I could just... And now it doesn't matter because, like, every no, streaming lo- service? Well, I still list, like, mixtapes and stuff occasionally. Mixtapes on your phone? Yeah. How? Download them. And oh. listen through it. Like, like SoundCloud like, rappers? Uh, No, mostly, like, just, like, Lil Wayne's mixtapes. Oh, okay, yeah. Like He's definitely bigger than SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just get them off, like, an app or something. Yeah. Find a file and download them. You're a Spotify guy, though, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, Spotify. cool. We're yeah. plugging for Spotify on our... Amy. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um anyways. <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm just laughing at nothing. Me too. I'm a bit crazy. So so crazy. Why do you think I just laugh at things? Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Uh but this game is turning out pretty great good. for the Jags. Yeah. 38 to 10, yeah. three and a half Dude, minutes. they shut out the Colts. And they're doing it again to the Chargers, yeah. pretty much. No, it was like zero. They I know, yeah, zero it, was, it was 24 to zero last week, but like 38 to 10, that's still a pretty hefty win in the NFL. 
and especially against that that offense. I mean, they have like one of the more powerful offenses in NFL. Oh, did I tell you I started my new posi- my new position at work? Yeah, you told me you did, but like, what's that about? Okay, so I got I got this new position right into this maintenance, basically a maintenance department, because I didn't want to be on the production floor running these machines anymore. Right. Because you basically just babysit these machines. And I was like, it was just driving me crazy. Yeah. I, I had to make a change or I was going to lose my mind or quit or something. So I got this position, luckily. And uh, on like, it was like part of me accepting this position is I had to do this transition plan. Right. That's what you've been doing for the last few months. Six, like six months. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've been doing this for That's six like months. why you were working every weekend, right? Yeah. Or every other weekend. Plus, you know, crazy schedule during the week, you know, bouncing around from one department to another. Uh, it's just, it's just been really hectic. And yeah, finally I got the green light to go full time to this new position. Right. And it's just a Monday through Friday job. Yeah. So still like six to like three, right? Uh, it's technically like seven to three, like an eight hour day, but okay. come in early, a little early, leave a little late, get some yeah. overtime. Yeah. You know, getting like 50 hours a week. Oh, you are? Yeah. Nice. So the very first day I start this position, I'm getting my, my whole desk set up. Finally got a. Oh, desk. you got a desk, dude. Finally you got like a official. You got like a name plaque and everything. No, not even that far <laughs> yet, right? So I get everything set up, all my shit, my, you know, computer, my monitors, all this, like this docking station, everything I I needed. Yeah. And then I get like a call from like my one of my managers, like my higher ups. I want to have this meeting at one o'clock. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, basically the first thing they tell me is like, yeah, I'm going to move you to this other department. Oh, like on your first day in the new one? Yeah. So you're going to move to a third department now? Like in the same job position, but this whole other department with different machinery I, I've never worked on. Or but you're going to be before. manage other people now? No, I just, just mate, you know, just still doing maintenance. Okay. But, yeah. Were you cool with that? Is that what you wanted? Uh, no. So is that what you told him? <laughs> Did you tell him that? I had no other option. You know what uh, I'm okay. saying? I was like the newest person on this team, and they had they were making some type of manning adjustment. Oh, and, like a deal? Yeah, and they had an open spot in this other position in this other department. Yeah. That's where she sent me. Huh. So basically blindsided me, you know, started me in this whole new... Is the, like the pay yeah, still good there? The pay is still the same. Oh, okay. Uh, but I work with a bunch of different people i have never met before never really yeah talked to never really uh worked with before so yeah this is gonna how be have you been settling into that uh i don't know i don't know yet i'm still trying to figure that out still trying to do you like the people out. you work with uh so far yeah i know cool. <laughs> that's always important man it's there's always this, important there's this one guy they've been having me shadow right and yeah. he's like one of these people like he really loves his job. You ever met somebody that? Yeah, like, oh yeah, there's plenty know, of those guys, especially like, in the military. You meet yeah, them all the time. You know, you can tell when someone really loves their job and someone that doesn't like their job. Right. Yeah. So I'm following this dude around because I almost see my job as just a means to pay bills right now. You right. Know what I'm saying this is yeah, not what I'm not I like long term for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm not excited to go to work. So. You should uh, really try sales, dude. You should, man, because like I absolutely love it. 
that's honestly that's what i'm trying to get into yeah it's really good man especially it ties two things that i love and that's like my the talking to people and then like being in front of people like just like being funny with people uh yeah (laughs) i don't know man um i think introverted that's the only thing i worry about but you you can i don't know i feel like you can learn to put it on you know what i mean i think i would just have to put on like this facade yeah this fake mask or something yeah i mean you can learn that but it's like mine is the one i I did have to do that early on because i wasn't sure how to like stay motivated in the call with people but now it's I've kind of disciplined and trained myself to just do it. You know, it's kind of like just second nature now. And I, I don't want to go. I definitely don't want to do no like door to door sales. No, 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 no. I'm talking my, like business to business. I'll like kill myself. No, that. don't go knock door to door. Like that's yeah. that's tough, dude. Was it me and you at the bar? That yeah, with that one guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, nah, I don't know. He was man. trying to like convince us that he was like trying to convince us that he made the right decision or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I mean, you can make some good money in it. I'm sure you can, but uh, it's, I just I don't want to do it. No, I mean, it's it's easier to convince somebody to spend money when it's not their money. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Like that's the way to do it. Exactly. But I mean, like, it's not about convincing. I mean, it is, but like, it's about like for real. It's like finding solutions. So if the solution makes sense, you know, yeah, they'll they'll make it happen for them. So I'm kind of considering like medical sales because i work for johnson and johnson right you already worked there and but like that's a tough tough industry to get into because everybody wants to be in it yeah but that's the thing i'm already already got an end yeah if you meet, do you know anybody who's doing it you gotta uh, network with those people no but i do like in the position i'm in now apparently there's a lot of FaceTime with a lot of like important people like higher ups and stuff yeah. like that so i found out that it's it's definitely not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, one hundred percent it's who you know. So if I can start you know, at least make a little bit of a good name for myself. Yeah. And networking. Then, then yep. start networking with people, you know, I might run into some people that know some people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you could kinda of use that to help you. Yeah. So I'm already yeah. bumping into engineers from like research and development department. So I don't know if they ever have to meet up with sales associates to explain a new product maybe like, like yeah their lab might talk to them or something but they probably have like a representative from the lab that talks maybe, to them I'm you sure. know what i mean something, something like, that. like that i know uh when i was going through like the, the manufacturing class they make you take so everyone that gets hired you have to go through the first the first month you're there you have to go through a manufacturing yeah class. to understand yeah. like the process yeah. how you guys yeah, do you it understand everything that's going on you know uh are you able to say what you guys manufacture there sorry yeah contact lenses okay so that's all you guys do but those are technically medical devices so you're in medical device manufacturing manufacturing. that's cool yeah that's really cool and because Um, that's actually a great industry to be into medical device sales yeah yeah so that's that's what i'm trying to yeah that or pharmaceutical but like yeah uh, I think medical device would be like if i were ever to switch which i don't have any intention to right now yeah um if I were ever to, medical device would be the way I go. See, and I, I feel like people need these things, right? Right. So they already want them. You know, you're basically just calling up some of these people. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's nearly. It kind of sells itself. It kind of sells itself. Yeah, exactly. You're not going. You're not having us to go to every single. Well, and Johnson and Johnson carries it. such a weight, like in the yeah. industry. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you yeah, know it's a big one name. Of the biggest companies. 
Yeah, and like, because isn't Johnson and Johnson AccuView? Isn't that the thing? That's what we make. Yeah, so like, and that's like probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, yeah. contact lens. So, so maybe. I don't know. You would know more about that than I would. Maybe. This is how I see it working in my head. I get a sales job at where I'm at now, where we sell contact lenses, right? Yeah. So maybe that's how I get into the medical device sales. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, network then from I, there. Then they use that resume bullet to maybe move, jump to a Dude, you might not even want to. Position. You may not even want to. Maybe not. Yeah, I've, uh, I mean, you, I've had, you know, I don't know. It, like in sales, you could either be a salesman or you could be, or a saleswoman, and you, or you could be like the manager, but I feel like, there's always more money in actually just doing the sales. You yeah. know what I mean? Just being the one that grinds and does the work. I might need to find some type of like side position to get sales experience. Yeah, like a marketing team guy or something. Yeah, or something. That's where that probably honestly the degree might help you out a little bit. That's yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know. I just want to like some people don't care. Like a lot of sales companies don't care if you have a degree. Um, really? The military experience is going to be more than enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like. And technically, my company didn't care if I had a degree or not, but I had that and the military experience, so that kind of helped. Hmm. So, uh, shit, what was I about to say? I don't know. What man. were you gonna say? <laughs> this happens to me all the time. Oh man, um, I don't know. You were saying you wanted to network from medical device sales into something, yeah, like, and maybe propel into a different position somewhere else. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I basically just want to make as much money as I can for the least amount of work I can. Right? <laughs> I feel like that's everybody. I know, but <laughs> I, I, whatever I can do to spend the least amount of time working, and I can, because that's when I live my life. Yeah, and sales and, is really cool. Yeah, because you, you, you have flexibility. Remote, exactly, yeah, you have flexibility. flexibility. I can work remotely if I need to. Yeah, well, you, Even, that's all my job is pretty. I mean, not technically like home remote, but like I'm always on the go. You know, that's what I mean. Like, I'm always mobile. Even if I have to travel occasionally, right? Yeah. It's not like full-time travel. Like, some of these jobs I was looking at when I first got out the military, like the contracting stuff. Yeah, it's like months. And it's, it's like, like in a different country. Exactly. You'd be, like, going for, like, a whole month, and then you come home for a weekend. Yeah, and, and you're, like, you in, like, in. Turkey, or you're, like, in or Romania, or you're wherever they're working. Yeah, fuck And that. it's just, like, wild, dude. Like, and I'm so thankful that I don't have to be in a position where I'm gone for that long. Like, yeah. it, it, it's crazy how much that really puts a stress on you. And the, and the military, they're like, all right, we're going to do it again. We're doing it again. It's like every month, dude. It's dude, like, come on. Not to go back into it, but yeah, my ship used to like go out all the time. I mean, we're talking about whatever we want to talk yeah. about. Dude. That's cool. Like, we were like the yes men of the Navy. That's so how it felt like when I was in Europe, if too. You're the most junior. If your ship has the most junior CO, you're the one they're going to call on to go do all the bullshit. Yeah, because he's going to be like, I want the bullet. Exactly. I want the bullet. I want exactly. the bullet. Yeah. So we would go out. There was times we would we would go out and come back in in one day. And then we would do that multiple days in a row. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, it, you know, instead of even just staying out there for like three days, we would like go out, come in, go out, come in, go yeah. out, come in. And it was just long, you know. Yeah, so I had a situation days. like that. I remember this one time. I'll tell you a funny story about when I was at Fort Campbell. My unit was like, they called it a, a roll two, basically. And what a roll to is, is like a medium size like field hospital. Like they have like all the like dentists, they have like a x ray techs, stuff like that. Like you can go a little bit more 
uh, intricate care, right? But I can remember one time while I was there, we would uh, we set up in our parade field. We'd set up our entire field hospital in a parade field. So we'd get there at like six o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, get started, be done by like nine thirty, ten, break it down around three p.m., wake up the next day and do it again, all over again. We did it for like three days straight. Mm. And I'm like, dude, let's just leave it up. And like, <laughs> we can't. We didn't get it reserved for three days in a row. And I was like, whatever, dude. Like, yeah. it's just so stupid sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just dumb. So, what, Jaguars won, guys. Hell yeah, thirty-eight what, to ten. What were like the main reasons that caused you to get out? Stuff like that, yeah. like just dumb monotony, like just yeah. idiotic thinking. Uh, idiot, I don't want to say idiotic think that's not the right word, but yeah. like just like like illogical, illogical thing. That's a better way to put it. Yeah, it just was the people just didn't use common sense like you think they should, you no. know. And it's just all because they want to make themselves look better to somebody yeah. else. Nobody wants to look bad, right? You know, everyone wants to, you know. whatever you want, sir, whatever you want, ma'am. You know, it's always that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, I don't know, that was really hurtful. And then, like, always being gone, not hurtful, but like. Just I didn't care for it, and then like being gone all the time, um, you know, away from my kids and everything like that. It was just it was frustrating, and um, I just felt like I could do a little bit better and I'd be a little bit happier outside the military. So that's what I did, and I am thankful for what I've like learned since I've been out and, yeah. and everything like that. So same, me too, bro. I yeah. mean, I was scared getting out, obviously, because change is scary you yeah know? it is and yeah you don't and, and i think that the they do a really good job about like trying to like not scare you, you but in. scare you yeah, yeah. like they hey do. you're not gonna have men uh you know medical care you're not gonna have this you're not you're not gonna be able to like leave work to go to an appointment if you need to well, you know all, all that kind of stuff all those numbers are somebody's eval bullet right right there's some nc on the ship right that is gonna put that my retention rate is this 87 percent this on month, the ship you know, or, this you quarter know, yeah so dude i just hated the fact that we, we would they just trapped you you know they trapped you for your life like the time of your life you yeah. Know? yeah and we would we would just sit there for hours yeah sometimes, with nothing to do with, with nothing going on yeah. nothing to do just until 3 p.m on a friday just you because know I mean? we're waiting for somebody to say it was okay for us to leave yeah you yeah know? all the work that. had been done yeah and it was and and that's the thing is like you're like you're honestly what you're doing to those young people like for us the young soldiers young sailors for you like what you they see is like oh i'm working hard and i i'm getting like shit on because of it you know what i mean and so then that's where that toxicity of like i don't give a shit attitude comes from dude you know but i mean but the thing is like i i could sit here and talk crap about like a lot of that leadership stuff but i also learned a lot about being a leader in the military too there was a lot i mean you learned how to deal with a lot of tough shit basically you learned it how to like kind of like see adversity and figure out a way around it a lot of times too. definitely a culture where they try to force you to be a leader yeah and definitely but that can be a problem some every no everyone is not a leader you know some people don't even want to be a leader that's true and that's I agree with that, but I think that everybody has the potential to be a leader. I think, anyways. It's just whether or not they want to allow that part of them to shine and come out. I think it just, it comes with, you know, confidence. If you know know something so well, I think you're going to feel confident that you can help lead other people. Right. Exactly. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I I'll agree with you. I think getting out was a better decision than staying in. But like I said, definitely. It um, 
I mean, I got to travel the world. I got to meet a lot of cool people that I still connected with. I mean, I got to see some cool places. So, I mean, it's been, it's been, it was a good thing. It was a good thing for me. I think I needed it. Um, but I am definitely happier out of it. Same. You know what I mean? Same. So I've grown so much as far as just like being able to like communicate with other people. I feel like they, uh, they don't really, you're basically following a rule or regulation and that's how you get through life. So you don't learn how to like really communicate with other people in like a a normal way, you know, that's what I learned anyways. Uh, everything's acronyms everything's like it has to be done this way there's no there's not a lot of interpretation you know what i mean yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at so Hmm. i don't know yeah uh shit like i I don't know i could sit there and bitch about the navy all right (laughs) there's just so much shit i hated about it but just like you said there was a lot of good stuff there was man was. I remember you were telling me that story last time about, you know, drinking in the Baltics with the other boats. Oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And like like, funny drunk stories, too. Like, I shot a fucking missile, bro, from yeah. a ship, you know. Exactly. Who can say that? Exactly. Not a whole lot of people, yeah. right? And they would never believe it coming from a guy looking like you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah. uh, yeah, bro. Honestly, I think, I think I've, we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it here on like on the podcast, but I think there should almost be like a mandatory service. Yeah, I think we did last time. Yeah, I think so. I think it just or it's it's the perfect solution for any kid getting out of high school that has no direction in their life. Yeah, it is. And has no clue what they want to do. So you can a all right. Let me go. So even if you want to spend four just four years, right? Or even two, honestly. Like, or well, yeah. I would say four because it takes almost two years to really get in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, E4 after like two years, I guess. So So the first year you're in boot camp and school and this and that and everything's just happening. Like it takes a while to kind of get settled in. So you can really like, you know, just uh, process everything that's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But first thing it's going to do is going to give you now you have VA benefits. Right. So. Even if you only do four years and get out, now you have college paid for. Yeah, and you got a VA and, loan. You know, and you use some form of medical that I can't fully understand, so I'm not going to try to explain <laughs> it right now. But there there are these benefits. Yeah, you can time, use right? it for so long afterwards. Uh, yeah. You know, you're going to get life experience. There's just like they're going to try to make you into a leader, at least know what a leader is supposed to do. Right? Yeah, you'll see it. Uh, you're going to learn a lot of shit that you do, don't want to do, you know, not, a, not a lot of people like me included when I was growing up, I didn't know what I wanted to do. That's true. I didn't know? know it until a year ago. You know, you I didn't, know? you know, I still don't know what I want to do, Yeah. you know, for the rest of my life. I, I, just, I just figured it out, dude. Yeah. Like literally this so, year, like this year. But at least, you know, if you start getting some experience or you're in a job you hate or a field you hate, you know, like, look, I don't want to do anything with this shit. Yeah, I want to, you know, go to school yeah. and do this because I've seen this, you know, these people do this and it's really cool or I like it. Right. I want to do this or that, you know, so that way when you get out, you can go to school and have a career that you love for, you know, the rest of your life. Or get out and pursue porn. That's what, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I tell some people to do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I think a lot of these kids are, you know, I was 
me included, they're, you know, they're told you got to go to college after high school. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Right? Yeah. That's what everybody Just, told me to do. You know, what do you, what am I supposed to do out of high school? Oh, you're going to go to college. So you get a good job, blah, blah, blah. But you don't know what you're going to college for. You know, you're still trying to bubble your way and figure this shit out. And what? You got to talk into the mic. Oh, you couldn't hear me. Sorry. <laughs> you, you're just getting animated with your story. Sorry. You're good. Uh, yeah. All the while, you're just racking up student debt. Yeah. You know, loan debt. And it's, you know, then that's going to crush you later on if you right. have too much of it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, you get a new perspective. You see the world. You see that's what I was saying. Like the culture wise, dude. Other people, you know. I never knew I liked Korean food as much as I did until I went there, you know exactly yeah dude like that part of it is phenomenal i mean i lived in germany for three years and i didn't have to like pay to live there you know what i mean like i saw 25 different countries in the eight years that i was in probably more i don't know but like something like that and um yeah dude like and i was a flight medic for three years like so like i have some crazy stories from that and like it's just it's just wild dude it's just a wild experience I do agree that everybody should do it, but I mean, there is a risk that you may die, just uh, for full disclosure, <laughs> or be maimed. But hey, the VA will pay you for the rest of your life. So there's that. Yeah. Well, if you yeah, if you do your due diligence to report it and everything. But I guess that's a big downside. So I guess that's why they don't force you to do it. Well, it's like and two, like since being out, like I didn't realize like kind of mentally how much it really messes with you too. You know what I mean? Being around that. You know, like, like they don't allow you to be anxious. Like anxiety doesn't exist to them. You know what I mean? Uh, well, there's definitely like a, like a stigma around depression. Don't, yeah. If you say you're depressed in the military, you got to be careful because yeah. they're going to send you to see the chaplain or something. All of a sudden you're on suicide. Yeah, and then everybody's you know. talking about you behind your back. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's bad in the Navy because they just take you off the boat and yeah. send you to be with like medical or some tent temporary unit or something right like that, right right so like and people it never failed there was always a bunch of people that you know were feeling depressed and wanted to uh, commit suicide right before deployment like they didn't want oh to, yeah they, yeah they want to you know it's like every yeah. command all the time There's yeah always the people that don't want to go to deploy and i don't know how much it was prevalent for you but a lot of like women would be like oh i'm gonna get pregnant before we have Dude, to go somewhere they would openly talk about it yeah i'm like why would you tell people that you know yeah i remember, so, <laughs> I remember i'm like <laughs> just to be just so you don't have to go really like you're gonna do that there is this female <laughs> one time yeah i was like next to this conversation happening where my buddy was either talking to her about deployment or yeah. mentions like oh you're coming to kind of coming a bad time about to deploy and she's like what deployment uh-oh, I ain't going on the deployment. Like yeah. a month later, she was pregnant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. wild. It's crazy. Like, that you would rather, you know, have a child that you're not ready for before <laughs> before going <laughs> for three months somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's crazy, dude. Dude, and really, deployments weren't that. No, it wasn't bad. It just, Unless I your mean, boot's it's... on the ground, fucking, you know, in some bullshit. Everyone else's deployment is not that bad. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Unless you're I mean, Army is probably different than Navy. To be honest, Definitely. but uh, Definitely. I never like deployed to a war zone. Like I went, they called it a deployment, but I went to like Romania for nine months. You oh, know, okay, yeah, yeah, that was cool. though. Romania was interesting. 
They have a. Uh, it's really pretty there. They have an a- Aegis on shore command there. Basically, like the Aegis system that's on the ships. Yeah. The ships. Yeah. They have a shore command there. It's like ballistic missile defense. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's what we were doing there, too. Really? Yeah. Well, it was like uh, air missile defense. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. That was a big portion of my. So we probably did the same thing for a little while. I mean, I was just a medic that was assigned to that unit, but. Yeah. But I learned a lot about it. You know what I mean? So. It's a. Uh, it's pretty interesting and kind of like. I don't want to get in a whole bunch of details. I don't know how. Uh, if anyone really gives a shit, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how like many the, people are really listening. Though, so. <laughs> I don't think anyone's listening. <laughs> Except John's mom. <laughs> hey, John's mom. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. Uh, yeah. But, like, these radar systems that connect yeah. all these different weapon systems yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, there's just, it's it's pretty. But since you did that, why didn't you just do that when you got out? Isn't that what you tried to do? I actually, so, what was the company called? Shit, I can't remember Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin. Yeah. I think. Was it Lockheed? I don't know, man. I think it was Lockheed Martin. They called me for a job up in, I think I told you, Wallops Island, Virginia or something. And there's just nothing up there. Plus, I had my daughter and my, I was married at the time. Right, I, right. You know, they didn't want to, I wasn't going to move them up to nowhere, Virginia. My marriage wasn't the best at the moment in the first place. Uh, yeah, so I turned that down. Uh Am I, you still can't hear me? Yeah. That's kind of, you got to talk into it. I'm talking into it, but I don't know if I'm talking into the There wrong. you go. That's better. All right. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, I did apply to some military contract. I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't that big, but they do a lot of, they were doing, I applied to one position for like electrical work, but then they tried to change up my, the job I was applying for in the middle of the interview. Into, no, I think you told me. Yeah, that. I told yeah. you about that. Yeah. Where it's basically just an aligned like this team that would come in and line all these radars, right, and right, sensors, right. and weapon, you know, weapon systems, so that they all function, you know, together and they're accurate, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. The money really wasn't that. So was the thing Johnson and Johnson was that like in line with what you were already doing then? Like uh, the, the machines were different. Well, obviously. At the time, I was already working in another manufacturer. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, Mac Papers. Oh, like the like actual like a paper mill. Well, no, they just it's actually Mac Paper envelope converters, right? So they just make envelopes. Oh, okay. They take these big rolls of paper, run yeah, up yeah. these big industrial machines. Doesn't that stink really bad? Uh, or just manufacturing paper? Yeah, I think just making paper stinks. Yeah, okay. Right? So, but. These machines would make this fine paper dust, and this shit would get everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the machines, it would mix. There would be grease everywhere. So you have paper dust and grease mixed all up on yeah, these machines. Yeah, and get stuck to everything, yeah. and you have to Dude, clean it every day. It would ruin, I would wear the worst clothes, like clothes I bought at the flea market, because <laughs> it would ruin any clothes that got all the kind of grease on it. Yeah. You couldn't wear, you couldn't wear good clothes. Yeah. Uh, so I would buy, like... Five dollar pair of Walmart pants. jeans or pants? No, or not even. I yeah. go to the flea market literally yeah. and buy like the pants on the this fold, you know, collapsible table for like five dollars a pair <laughs> because I would get grease all on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I always look like shit at work. Where was that? Uh, 
Southside and no, 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 Phillips Highway in Bay Meadows. Oh, okay. So there's a you, you there's know, a, like a paper manufacturer over there. It's just it's an envelope manufacturer. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. I need to go so, talk to them. <laughs> you probably could. Huh? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was working there, got manufacturing experience, so that led to Johnson, Johnson and Johnson, Johnson, which is a much better name, probably. A uh, lot bigger company. They got a lot more money. So. Yeah. yeah. If the guy from Mac Papers ever hears my podcast, he's probably gonna be like, "You're just talking shit about my company being smaller than Johnson well, and Johnson." Pay me. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, how long we've we been doing this? What time? Uh, we're at fifty minutes almost. Yeah, you want to hop wanna, off? I guess let's wrap it up. All right, man. Well, it's been great catching up with you on the Catching Up podcast, bro. Dude, I like that we actually catch up on this podcast. Yeah, that's cool. Like we should yeah. just not hang out as friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can hang out. Yeah, no, that's cool. No, it's good because it like forces us to hang out. Yeah, and like yeah. actually talk about things. Definitely cool, man. Well, hey, um, happy you came up here, dude to do this with the, I mean not it's our podcast I don't know why it's sounding like <laughs> I'm such a dick no. <laughs> no but I'm happy we got together bro that's yeah, what I'm saying me too alright alright guys thanks for uh, watching us or listening to us on the Catching Up Podcast one day y'all might get to watch us yeah. and I'm a sexy beast yeah he definitely hits the gym and I definitely hit Krispy Kremes so. <laughs> <laughs> alright guys uh, check us out in a couple days probably for another one yeah we'll get another episode soon okay all right man all right dude all right bye peace